Today, Challengers and Icons comes to you from Boston, where I am talking to TJ Parker, who's the CEO and co-founder of PillPack. Launched in 2014, PillPack is the first pharmacy designed to help people take the right medication at the right time. By simplifying medication management and by delivering a better, simpler experience through convenient packaging, modern technology and personalized service. TJ, a second-generation pharmacist, met business partner Elliot Cohen through MIT's Hacking Medicine. They wanted to redesign the traditional pharmacy experience and prove that managing meds could actually be simple. As finalists of the Techstars Accelerator program in Boston, TJ and Elliot have raised 13 million to date from investors and PillPack is now available in 47 states in America. Well, TJ claims to be a designer at heart, a pharmacist by training, and a vocal advocate for making things that don't suck. He has been listed as one of Forbes 30 Under 30, and Pillback has already been nominated for several high-profile design awards. Welcome, TJ, to Challenges and Icons. Thank you. Okay. So, TJ, um, it seems like from the very beginning, Pillpack was onto something big. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about, about the journey? Where did the moment of inspiration come from for the idea behind Pillpack? Sure. So, uh, as you mentioned earlier, I'm a pharmacist, but it actually I'd grown up in a family that owned your sort of traditional mom and pop pharmacy on the street corner. And so as a 16, 17 year old kid, I was both working behind the counter in the pharmacy as well as out delivering medications to people in their homes. And uh, in that process, you know, everyone had this sort of cornucopia of pill bottles in their kitchen counter and this Excel spreadsheet that they'd crossed out and highlighted with all their medications on it. Um, there was one lady that would actually color each one of her pill caps for her for a different time of the day so she could figure out when to take each one. And I, I had to imagine there was a better way to do that, right? Everything from you know, going to the pharmacy to, to arranging the meds to figuring out how they work and, and communicating with your pharmacist. And so uh, during pharmacy school, I got separately interested in design specifically. So I was you know, taking classes at MassArt, uh, learning as much as I could about design, and then start, started getting involved over at MIT with the entrepreneurship uh, things that were happening over there. So uh, I helped run the 100K at MIT, which was their business plan competition at the time. Uh, and through that, met Elliot Cohen, who would go on to become my co-founder. And we'd started this thing called Hacking Medicine, where we had weekend hackathons for healthcare ideas. And you'd get designers and engineers and physicians all in the same room for a weekend to, to sort of present a problem and spend the weekend coming up with a solution and then and pitching that at the end of the weekend. And so I'd just been learning about design and technology and also in pharmacy school. And throughout that entire time, my dad started a new pharmacy in 2004 that was pre-sorting and packaging meds, but for assisted living facilities and nursing homes in New Hampshire. And so that business was growing. We were learning how to do the operations on the back end. And after I graduated school in 2012, uh, it became very apparent that there was an opportunity to take what we had learned there, uh, combine that with everything I learned about design and starting a company and raising money, and, and turned that into PillPack. And so uh, we knew that, that people loved the product. We had done a, a very sort of lightweight version of it at my dad's pharmacy, and we wanted to make that sort of reimagine the end-to-end -end experience for consumers as opposed to people that, that lived in facilities. And uh, you know that we ended up pitching it at one of these hacking medicine events at MGH, and this was the fall of 2012. Uh, and from there, it sort of just immediately started to get legs and traction. Um, we pitched it in the fall of 2012. We did Techstars three months later. I quit my job then and 
that was only two and a half years ago, so it's been a whirlwind couple of years. Yeah, so it's very much a rolling journey, yep. um, and uh, the inspiration came out of your life experiences yep. as much as anything else. And uh, and so now Pillback's been out there for a year and a half, something like yeah, that. Yeah, have been in market for, yeah, about a year and a half, okay. a little over a year. Yeah. And uh, phenomenal success so far, really high profile. Um, has there been any obstacles along the way that you know presented you with challenges you weren't expecting, or you know that have kind of been a challenge the way you want to do build the business? Yes, I think uh, for us, I mean, there's obviously a lot of work from when the when you had the initial idea to being able to to deliver a product to, to folks in their homes, right? And so, you know, it took us a year just to to build out the distribution and get licensed. So you have to get licensed in each and every state individually to ship there. Um, and so, you know, by the time February of 2014 rolled around, which is a year in, we were able to ship all across the country. We launched in 32 states at that point. And we, as a business, were in a really weird situation where we could deliver meds to people in their homes, but we couldn't use online channels like AdWords and Facebook to advertise the service because of a accreditation that you needed to do that. Right? And so we were actually uh, in a place as an online business, you know, a startup where we could deliver people meds but couldn't advertise to them. And so for us, we did a lot of PR and other things to, to help, you know, build the brand recognition and, and get the word out that we existed. Um, but then by the time we got that accreditation and, and turned the marketing channels on, it was really just a game changer for the business. So I would say, uh, you know, that wasn't, uh, for the business was an interesting place to be, but uh, we've gotten through that and we're now growing super quickly and, and people love the service and we're all over the country. So uh, we've, we've learned a lot in the process, I think, uh, you know, from the tools that we've built and, and the things that we've done uh, have evolved a lot since we first launched and, and the way that we think about product development and everything else has, has evolved as well. Mm. So I suspect the, uh, the rapid growth that we've seen in the first year and a half is, is going to continue and uh, you're probably the, the challenges you're going to face in the near future about scaling the, the business, I, I would imagine. Yep. How do you see that going forward, the, the idea of scale and the challenges that that, that that presents? Yeah, I think we, you know, when we first launched, we were obviously a very small company with a, the intention of, of taking what is currently a really arduous and complicated experience and making that really, really simple. And a lot of that is, is building a team around that idea that that is, is the philosophy and the service that we are trying to deliver. And, but as you scale, a lot of it that becomes then process and tools that you build so that as you scale and add more, add more people, um, they, it's very clear you know, why we do what we do and why, this is the, the, why we're trying to solve this problem. And so um, a lot of it is being very thoughtful about building really high quality tools for our pharmacists and the folks that are interacting with our customers every day. You know, I think it's not that pharmacists in your traditional pharmacy down the street corner aren't trying to do a great job and aren't trying to help but they really are not equipped with appropriate tools to be able to sort of help you manage your meds, right? You think about something that's as, as, that seems as simple as making sure you don't run out of refills, right? The only process that's in place in a traditional pharmacy is two autofaxes, and then if you don't happen to hear from the doctor, it falls off the face of the earth. Mm. As the customer, you walk into the pharmacy to pick up the med, and it just happens to have run out of refills, and you have to come back in two days to pick it up. And all of these things are the, are the types of experiences that end up creating a really, really bad end-to-end -end customer experience. And so we built you know, a discrete tool that is, is very much like a consumer-grade tool, but just for chasing refills for our customers. And when we first started the business, that was, that was a pharmacist and a tech on the phone, on the fax machines, doing it manually. And as we've scaled, we have to then productize those things and build tools around them so that we can offer that level of service, but at scale. 
And I really think what's been missing in pharmacy is that no one is really coordinating this for the customer. It's really just a very transactional business. You get a prescription, you fill the prescription, they leave, but you don't have any context of whether it's a dose change or a new med or whether they even should be taking that med with this other med. And we, we feel like the future of pharmacy is being the, coordin the coordination for the customer. So they don't have to deal with that. They don't have to be sort of trying to figure these things out themselves. And you can't do that at scale without building really, really great internal tools for your people. And that's what we've been focused on for you know both the last six months and for probably a very long time. Great. Now, essentially, what you've been talking about so far is um, simplification. Yeah. You've simplified something incredibly, potentially uh, complex. If you're taking multiple medicines a day, I think 10% of the American population yep. takes over five different types of medicines a day. Yep. Um, and so the potential for confusion and the, the stress of sort of getting close to running out of yep. supplies and reordering, the things that you've been talking about, you simplified that whole process and you've used design throughout the whole business system, yep. the tools that you're using, and the consumer experience ultimately is very simple. You, if you receive a pill pack, you now know that you have a daily medicine in here and you just, yep. the time is on here and your medicines have all been sorted for you and it's in it and it is all done so that the peace of mind is there in the, in the actual consumer the end user who is taking care of themselves so you've thought the whole thing through from a design point of view so clearly when you're thinking about design your definition of design is much bigger than maybe somebody else's so yep. design is incredibly important to you yep. looking at, at, at the way that you you view design you clearly see it's important. How do you see that going forward? What other innovations might we see coming from PillPack that be, well, could be the part of the designed experience? Sure, so we think, to your point, we think about design in a much broader way than just the aesthetics of the way something looks, right? It's, it's really about each touch point that you have with your customer and, and how, you, how thoughtful you are about how that feels to be that customer. And so we've worked very, very hard to make things like switching to PillPack and the onboarding experience really, really simple. And uh, obviously the, the, the pill pack speaks for itself. It does just show up every two weeks. Um, but even something that seems as simple as every two weeks was really thoughtful. You know, most, most prescriptions are filled in 30-day increments. And as a human, you can't think about, you don't think about the world in 30-day increments. So this month it's Friday, next month it's Tuesday, the following month it's Thursday. And so each one of those individual things that we've done, we tried to think about it in the lens of the customer as opposed to what the health system might do today or pharmacies might do today. Um, going forward, we are, you know, we're trying to keep adding value in that process of managing meds. And so today you get the pill pack, it shows up automatically. We manage your refills for you so you don't have to worry about that. Uh, but going forward, we're thinking about things like medication reminders. So I think there are existing tools on the market that help that are very, you know, just alarm-based medication reminders. And we, we have spent the last, you know, six to nine months rethinking what a reminder should be, how it should fit in your life more normally than just being an alarm. Uh, and so we are, you know, we are launching a, a med reminder app that for our customers feeds in the exact times of day that you take your meds, what mm. meds you take. We, it's one of the pieces of data that we are only, one of the only pharmacies to have because we have to package the meds, right? And then setting triggers based on not just the time of day, but what might be happening in the rest of your life. So using the sensors on your phone, be more intelligent about that. So uh, set an alarm, remind me to take my meds when I'm leaving the house or remind me to grab my meds when I'm leaving the house. Or when I get to work in the morning, remind me to take my meds. And so we are trying to be much more intelligent about how we fit into your life and not make you fit into the life of the reminder app that you happen to download. And I think for us, it's really about learning from our customers and learning about the needs that they have. And this was one of the things that we felt like we could, could really do a better job of. And that, 
that tool will not just be for our customers. So it's for anyone that takes medications, they can they can utilize that tool. So we're really excited about that. Mm. So the app is coming out um, very shortly. Yep. Um, it's again, it's a designed experience to simplify and uh, to make it personal to to the individual. Um, so in a way, you're you're kind of shaking things up in the in the you know the the pharma landscape. Um, and when you when you were building. Uh, pill pack. Were you thinking about that? The redefinition of the pharma landscape is that something that you that you feel as a mission that you uh, you would like to see happen from the, you know the small beginnings that you've started? Yeah, I think we think that uh, the vast majority of health experiences are not well designed. Of, of course, I think they're frustrating, they're complicated, and they were designed to meet the needs of typically entities other than the customer or the patient that is receiving care. And you know, our ambition is to make not just pharmacy better, but healthcare at large better. And I think uh, we, we would be remiss if that was only just PillPack, if we didn't have an impact on the rest of the industry. And, and folks hopefully will follow us and think about the things that we're doing and maybe implement the same things. I think uh, healthcare needs, needs folks that are showing them what the experience looks like in other industries. I think we lag behind 10 or 15 years. And I think we have an opportunity to show that you can fit in within the existing system, but actually create a great customer experience and think about what a great sort of holistic design experience looks like. And so it's absolutely our goal to, to shake, shake up not just pharmacy, but healthcare and make, make it less of an obnoxious sort of experience. Mm. Well, um, you're, you're clearly uh, tuning into the, you know, the, um, the ability for personalization um, through online subscription. Uh, the model is, is, is now proving itself to yep. be a very effective in um, other areas of industries, fashion, food, and so on. So, and we see you uh, benefiting from that, the, the, those kind of channels. We're now seeing potentially the app yep. um, affecting people's lifestyles. May we see you somewhere else, um, appearing in the high street, maybe? I don't know. Is, is that <laughs> the kind of thing that we could, uh, we could imagine in the future? Yeah, I think we, we always think about how we can can build great experiences, and some of those are digital, as you mentioned. Some of them are now physical in packet form, but I think what does a retail experience look like as a PillPack customer, and we think about those things a lot. Mm. So I think we, we think there's an opportunity there um, to, to do that version of pharmacy better as well, and those things will hopefully be, you know, you'll see them in, at some point in the future. And ultimately, I imagine this is all about driving um, personal engagement yep. um, and, uh, and creating a holistic lifestyle. Um, that is all uh, being considered from the, the business model to the consumer uh, perspective for their, for their individual benefits at the end of the day. I think one of our high-level goals as a brand and as a business uh, is that today that the action of taking medications is very shunned. It, it's something people are embarrassed about. They, mm. They've hide their pill bottles in their purse and they, uh, they, they don't, you know, they, they're embarrassed about this pill box that they have to put in their suitcase when they travel. Yet they're proud of going to Whole Foods. They're proud of going to the gym. They're proud of you know exercising. Other things in their life that keep them healthy, and we think if you make this experience simple and delightful, it might be something that people actually are proud of because they are keeping themselves healthy. And as a as a as a business, we would love to the ability to start to move that conversation as away from something I'm embarrassed about to something I'm proud of. And I really think that we have an opportunity to do that. And I think it's about it's about building a great experience and, and a great service, and, and I think we can start to reshape that conversation. Mm. Well, it's a, a very simple, clear proposition. It, it deals with the uh, consumer needs in the way that you've uh, described, and, um, and and makes you know potentially troublesome or kind of personal kind of uh, decisions around taking medic medication pleasant, yeah. and and it, it actually 
makes you get on with your life and makes you feel about optimizing your life. Um, do you feel that the, the impact that you've made to individuals is also having an impact on the big you know, pharmacy giants? Do you, are you aware that the people are, your big competitors are uh, sitting up and, uh, and taking notice of what you're doing? I kind of, I mean, I hope so, right? I think our goal really is to make this experience better for as many people as possible. And if that, if that means that, that folks see what we're doing and they try to rejig the way that they're doing business to make a customer's life easier, that's great. Um, I think, you know, as a, as, from my perspective, I think, you, you know, if, if a larger chain was to copy the packaging itself, it's, it's, I think it's unlikely that they're going to get all the touch points right. I think it's really hard given the system and, and everything baked around these very transactional experience. But I hope that, you know, something like managing refills for customers becomes an industry standard because that would be at some version of success where folks, this is a less obnoxious experience for as many people as possible. Um, so I hope that we can start to, to move the needle there much more broadly than just, just for PillPack. So um, how would you feel if one of the big, you know, pharma giants, you know, approached you with a view to, you know, absorbing your business? I mean, is that something that you would consider or is it a target in the, for you in the future or is it? Uh... I think our, our goal is very much to build what we think is the best version of pharmacy and to, to get that version of pharmacy into the hands of as many people as possible. And I think we have a real opportunity to build a really large business and a really sort of redefining business, not in just pharmacy, but in healthcare at large. Mm. And so it's not our intention to, to sort of get absorbed into a large pharmacy chain. It's really our intention to reshape the end-to-end -end customer experience in pharmacy. And I think it's very hard to do that without being an independent company that that is all you're solely focused on. I think one of the reasons that something like PillPack that seems as simple as it is uh, hasn't taken shape and hasn't actually made its way into the market is that there was no incentive within these large companies to change the way that they do business. It was a relative, it's a relatively stable profit, mm. you know, profit-driven business. And uh, to get absorbed in that business and then to be conflicted with other priorities would, I think, stunt our ability to keep, you know, building and, and making this experience better. Mm. I mean, ultimately, you are, you know, the challenger to yep. to the to those uh, those businesses. And you're right, they haven't had the incentives or they haven't maybe looked at the shifts that are taking place in terms of um, people's lives and how yep. we're living and the connected world that we're, that we're uh, living. So I think you're in a very good position to keep that challenge going and to, uh, you know, let the kind of uh, the small ripples that you've kind of uh, started to make spread out very quickly and, uh, and, and continue to kind of make a bit of a lot, a lot of change, which is great. Um, if you hadn't started PillPack, mm. is there something that you would have done, do you think? I don't know. I, I, I always, you know, I, I really love design, and I, and I think when I say design, that sort of rethinking what it, you know, what an experience should look like, and I've also really come to love healthcare, and I think mostly because I think there's so many opportunities to to, to provide better healthcare services, and so I, I think that the culmination of those two things is what, I, what I'm the most interested in, mm. and so if it wasn't PillPack, maybe it's some other some other version of a service in, in healthcare that really is not servicing the customer well. I think there are other companies sort of with similar models but in other facets of healthcare. Um, but I think the intersection of those two things is both fascinating today and I think will become even more and more interesting as more compelling sensors come down the line and we can learn more about your health through technology. And mm. the intersection of that with fashion, with healthcare, is actually, with healthcare design and fashion is a really interesting combination. Mm. And so it would be somewhere in that sphere. So all of the factors that led up to PillPack, um, we've kind of discussed earlier. Um, but I wonder if you'd ever had any thoughts about what you would have done if you hadn't done PillPack. Yeah, it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard question for me to answer. I think 
uh, I've always been fascinated by design, both the design of physical products as well as digital experiences and, and everything in between. And so I imagine that it's, it's something in that vein, but I also have really come to, to both love healthcare and be very, very aware of all of the different facets of healthcare that are not great right now. And so I, I think the things I'm most interested in are really that intersection of those two things. And I think uh, there are plenty of services in healthcare that could be done a lot better. Um, and I also think with the advent of technology that is coming down the line where we have much more uh, sort of healthcare relevant sensors that we'll see in the next three to five years, things like real-time glucose and blood pressure, um, the intersection of that with great design, I think, is, is probably the most interesting thing happening in the next three to five years. And so it would be in some version of that, but it is very, it's hard for me to imagine a world that I'm not working on PillPack. It's been uh, both the years I spent in pharmacy school to get here as well as being a kid in the pharmacy. I really mm. feel like that culminated with the experiences that I've had and, and the things that I care about. PillPack is really the perfect blend of all of those things. Yeah. And so it, this is probably the right, the right place. But, uh, well, it's clearly an extension of the lifestyle that you've, you've had and the, your upbringing and, and relationship with your, you know, your, your parents' profession. Yeah. And, um, and I'm interested in this last point that you're talking about, the intersection of um, technology, the individual, you know, fashion as yeah. well, um, wearables. Yeah. Um, you feel that that's very much part of this kind of the future for where things are going from a healthcare point of view. Yeah, I've been very, I've been very skeptical about wearable, wearables for a long time. Mm. I think just, the, just tracking solely activity is really not, it's not that interesting. There's not a lot that you can do with it from a, from a true medical perspective. But when you do get real data around glucose levels and blood pressure and heart rate and those mm. things, and you have the data around the medications that person is taking, how can you make that useful and compelling and actually close the feedback loop? Like one of the complexities and one of the reasons people don't take medications like blood pressure medications is there's no immediate feedback loop. It mm. takes months to see the impact of taking those medications every day. But can we use these sensors in intelligent ways to make that feedback loop a lot shorter? And I think we're almost there. I don't think we were there a couple of years ago and we're not quite there yet. But I do think in a handful of years when, when these devices are both desirable and have a lot of functionality that are and useful, I do think PillPack will be well poised to, to take advantage of that and really excited to, to think about what those tools look like at mm. some point in the future. Uh, but today, obviously, uh, quite focused on this very sort of narrow version of, of making medication super easy to, to manage. Mm. Well, um, you know, the uh, we keep com coming back to this idea of the the designed experience and yeah. the simplification and everything that, that it stands for. And I think you've done an incredible job um, of really, uh, really getting behind this idea that great design should make people's lives better. And yeah. I think your intersection of brand, product, need, and and the whole lifestyle around that is, is a terrific example of, of, of fulfilling that, that statement of design making people's lives better. So congratulations on everything you've done so far. Um, we tend to get questions and and, uh, and and followers very much from the startup community and entrepreneurs and, and designers who have got ideas to build businesses. Um, if you were to give a bit of advice about starting up in a successful kind of way, what, is there a single piece of advice you might want to give uh, would-be startup entrepreneur out there with an idea? Yeah, I think one of the pieces of advice that I heard a lot before I started the company but didn't actually fully believe or engage with this to actually just start working on it and share your idea. PillPack for me was, was in my head for three to four years before I ever verbalized it or pitched it at an event. And the second that, that we pitched PillPack at that Hacking Medicine event, it really took, it took on its own form and became a real thing really quickly. And I think mm -hmm. 
so often people are reticent to share ideas because they may be judged as stupid or they may not have they may not have legs. But I think mm. the faster you're willing to, to to share your ideas and actually to start thinking about what that business might look like, uh, the more likely you will be to actually start a company and succeed. Uh, so I think it's super important to 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 share your idea, and a lot can happen from that really small sort of initial step. I mean, I didn't think the day that I stood up in front of you know 50 clinicians at MGH and pitched Popac, I did not think that in two years we would have 60 folks packing pills and shipping them all across the country mm. and what starts as a really small nugget can quickly sort of take shape and and become a you know a real thing and become a, a you know change people's lives and make make an experience much easier so uh, a lot of it is about that first initial pitch mm. well um, for a year and a half being in business you made an, an incredible impact on people's lives long may it continue and uh, been a very inspirational interview so Keep up the great work and thank you very much for talking to us today. Thank you very much. Yeah, pleasure.